JD Talking Sports. It is Thursday, September 14, 2017. JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. Rate me on iTunes. Subscribe to my YouTube videos. Tomorrow, another video will go up. See and Ryan. Ryan and I will do a show tomorrow at FDU Madison. Also, we will shoot the three point contest, which I'm very excited about. Now, Porzingis went out in the third quarter. They were up by 13 and a half the Knicks tonight. And that's one on a 27-10 run in the third quarter. Didn't matter. The Knicks won by 7, 111-104. Three-game winning streak, 15-13 and 13 now. Ended a six-game losing streak on the road. They are now 2-8 and eight on the road now. 15-13. and 13. Nets fall to, I think, 11-16. and 16. Let me check that out for you because I want to make sure I'm giving you all the right Schmack. Yeah, the Nets are now, I think, 11 and 16. Am I correct? Yes. And you know, I didn't look and see what the Giants are favored by on. Yeah, okay. I wanted to see where the Giants, Giants are playing the Eagles at a four o'clock game. Please tell me it's an early game. Thank. Okay, good. So that, so. It's kind of good this weekend. The Jets and the freaking Giants both play at one. Eagles are only a seven and a half point favorite. If Wentz was playing, it would be bigger. And the Jets are a gotta be yeah fifteen and a half now. I just went up to fifteen and a half. Josh McCown is going to be the unofficial player coach on the sidelines. We'll see how that pans out. Frank Nielakina played the whole fourth quarter again. And I was telling Ryan tonight, and we were talking, we were texting actually, and. Even when Neil Aquino makes a mistake with his speed and athleticism, bam, he gets right back in the play. And you know what? It's a, it's a sign for the future. More playing time only, more playing time he gets, the better he's going to be. And that's going to bode well for him. It's going to bode very well for him. Yeah, what did Neil Aquino do tonight? He had seven points, five rebounds, eight assists, Two steals. All right. Beasley had 15 off the bench. Doug McBuckets had nine. O'Quinn had nine. Porzingis before got hurt at 13. But Courtney, Courtney Lee freaking 27 points. Three for four from three-pointers. Now the Nets shot a lot of three-pointers, and they weren't 12 of 42. Yikes! Not good at all. Not good at all. Now Lavert had 15 off the bench. Well, he had a but three-pointer at the end. But he fills up that stat sheet. I like Levert. I think they're going to be good. Hey, 11 and 16. They, what they had, it was, I think it was a two-point game at one point. Have to be, got to get that one on. Even, even against the Nets, it's a, a road win is a road win. And now hopefully Porzingis is not hurt badly. That's all we can hope for, correct? That's all we can. That, now, I thought it was interesting I read I read some interesting stuff today. Now, listen. The last and think about this: Knicks had lost six in a row. Last win on the road was one fourteen ninety five over the Cavs. Long time, and that that was the fifth game of the season. So now they're two and eight on the road, thirteen and five at home, and Nets fall to six and eight at home, five and eight on the road. 
I think the, the, the Knicks would love five road wins. That's what they have to start winning the road more. They have to do it. Yeah, and, and I, I did write from yesterday that the, the, the betting line, they have no faith in Bryce Petty. No faith at all. None. None whatsoever. Now, you could be the Browns. Now, the Browns are 2-38 and 38 their last 40. Now, I'm going to repeat that again. 2-38 and 38 their last 40. 19 years since they came back in the league, they've had a winning record twice. So that's 17 and 19 years losing record. Now, Jimmy Haslam, since buying the team in October 2012, he is on his fourth general manager. The three previous ones to, you know, Dorsey's now the new one. They won four, seven, three, one, and zero games. But they never had a quarterback to build around. He's had Johnny Manziel, Cody Kessler, Deshaun Kaiser, all drafted. The average GM tenure in the Haslam era, including Tom Heckert, the one he inherited when he bought the team in 2012, has lasted 15 months. Do the math. It's basically one season. Now, can they, they've had a league high 36 picks in the last three drafts, but this is who they passed on. Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, Trubisky, Pat Mahomes, and I don't know how the fuck anybody passed on Deshaun Watson. I am still shocked that Deshaun Watson. Did anybody watch the two championship games? I've talked about this numerous times. I know I sound like diarrhea. I keep repeating over and over and over again. But did anybody watch the tape? Against the best team in football, Alabama, two years ago, he should have almost beat him. It wasn't his fault, but he played it what, over 400 yards passing. Then... Last year, when they needed the big play, well, actually this year. Yeah, last year. I, can, I consider it last year because it was before the season, even though it was considered 2017. In the 2017 championship game, another 400 yards and throws a winning touchdown pass. I don't know how they passed on them. They have 12 picks this year, the Browns. Four in the top, in the top, 40, four, top 50 picks. They're going to be about $50 million under the salary cap. And he hasn't kept a coach or GM more than two seasons. Well, it's time to do something about that, okay? It's time to change change the program. I had a teacher in grad school, David Hammond, always was like, change the program. Well, hopefully they are. They went with the money ball approach. Paul uh, De La Pesta, who worked in baseball, I don't know. And then they, you know, they just got rid of Sashi, what was it, Sashi Brown? Yeah, they just got rid of him. And I'm like, Sashi, what was his name? I think it was Sashi Brown. Sashi Brown? No. Brown's GM. Brown's. Yeah, it bothers me when I can't remember these names. GM history. Okay, so they had. Yeah, they named John Dorsey, who took over. And this is bothering me. Yeah, is it, you know, two and thirty-eight. You can't. You, unbelievable. It's just. These four kids, man. That's pretty impressive. It's amazing how many people they've had. Yeah, Sashi Brown. I was right, Sashi Brown. You know what? J.D. can't doubt himself. He has to know that what he knows is what he knows, and that's good enough, right? But the Browns, the guy used to be friends with, he grew up in Cleveland. When the Cavaliers won the championship, I was as happy. I mean, I still remember that game. Like, that was amazing. I mean, who doesn't? 
that block by LeBron pinned it against the the backboard. I mean, you, you think about back then, and you think about them. No matter what happens, you know, they talk about LeBron going to the Lakers now. Who, you know, let's finish the goddamn season. A kid at the hospital today wanted him to dunk on Lonzo Ball. <laughs> I don't know if he did already. I was watch. I was watching the Nick game. I was watching some of the Pumpkins versus the actually Coastal game, but the the Pumpkins of the Broncos. C.J. Anderson says he looks like a pumpkin. Trevor Simeon said he looks like a traffic cone. I don't think he looked that bad. And I love the old uniforms, uh, the old helmets. They're old school. They are so freaking cool looking. And then Trevor Simeon hurt his shoulder. He's out. Now, Brock Osweiler, hey, you got a touchdown. He looked like he went crazy. 10-7 in a game nobody cares about. But one of the tight ends, Brandon Phillips, looked like he just a little helmet to helmet. They strapped him down and took him off. And that's what we've turned it on watching. My mom goes, ooh, that doesn't look good. I go, ma, doesn't look good at all. And then I just watched the replay of it. I was like, man, it just looked like they hit a little helmet. But he went down like, I don't know, maybe, ugh, I hope he's okay. You just see that stuff, it makes you, every time you're like, and then one, two plays later, it's like it never happened. I read a very interesting, Serbia of the Post wrote a great piece on Francesa, saying how, you know what, she's loved, you know, being on the drive home and everything. And he, he said something that I thought was very interesting. He goes, I always thought what made DiMaggio so special was that he left on top. He was one of the few guys who... They never saw him at 210. I never wanted to hit 210. That's what he said. I never wanted to hit 210. And then I, I said, you know, I got to look up his final stats. Well, his last year he hit 263, 12 home runs, 71 RBIs at the age of 36 and 51. And 50, 301, 32 home runs, 122. I guess 263 is like, but he is, you know, I was listening to and I just realized when I listened to the show the other night, how much I'm, I talked about this, I know, but how much, you know, you're going to miss a guy like him. Like people say, you know, he was an icon. You know what I mean? He will be known forever. Mike Francesa, you can rip him whatever, say what he did and do right. But listen, you do five and a half hours a day and deal with the New York fans who are, they're tough as shit. They don't take shit from anybody. And what he did 30 years on the radio at the top of his game, like I said, Michael K, all those people that are bashing him and Imus and Boomer and all them. You know, Boomer, he had a great career as a player, but I'd like to see you deal with that the one to six thirty crowd every day, you know six to ten little different crowd. But you get that that drive home crowd. I'd like to hear some epic rants from you. I don't think we'd hear it. Yeah, I, not at all, not even close. Now the Rock is thinking about running for president in two thousand twenty four, and I thought this is ridiculous. But then I thought Ronald Reagan was an actor, Jesse Ventura was an actor, Al Franken was kind of an actor. There was that guy from Tennessee who was on Law and Order and all those movies always played. I'm blanking on his name. I see his face. A lot of people who have done it. Why not him? Somebody must be telling them something. Schwarzenegger wishes he was an American citizen. Hey, and he was governor. He would love to be president. Why not? He says, I continue to listen and learn as much as I can. You go for it. And then I watched that documentary today Jim Carrey about Andy Kaufman where he had kept he had kept they had a film crew while he was shooting and he was really into the character like scary into the character like don't call me Jim and he said like it was like you know his his family thought they were watching Andy Kaufman whatever but what he said now his father was a saxophonist up in Canada but was afraid to go to America to try it so he didn't really he didn't know if he would he would you know he would do it or whatever 
So he ended up being an accountant, which he didn't want to do, but he had to provide for, provide for his family. And then he ended up losing his job at 51. And Jim Carrey said when he was a kid, he when he was a young, when getting into the industry, he wrote himself a $10 million check. And his father died when three weeks after the mask came out. So he was huge then. And he buried his father with that $10 million check. But what he said I thought was interesting. There was, well, it was just bizarre to watch. You know, it just looked like, I related to something. He said, you know, they asked him to be in the REM, REM video as Andy Kaufman. And he said, once the movie ended, he just couldn't anymore. When I did Ali in grad school, and I'm trying to compare myself to him, but I had to do, I played Ali in a one-man show. And I'll tell you, to this day, I remember the last show I did, it was out of my head. Like, I can't even, it was like I left everything on the stage. And I guess that's, I, so I felt like when I was watching, I was like, yeah, I could relate to that. Now, I didn't call myself Muhammad Ali or whatever, but he was, I mean, he was fantastic in the character. Tony Clifton, all the stuff he did. And he called was a very interesting guy. But he said something that really stuck with me. He said, you can fail at what you don't love, so you might as well do what you love. There's really no choice to be made. That's true. I mean, you might as well, if you're going to fail at something, you might as well fail something you like. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I have to make money. You know, hey, I, I, I fall into the same thing too. I made a movie. I got an acting, and but then I realized I have to make money. I can't, I can't just be a, a starving artist. And that's how I made my movie. I put money away. I was tired of doing shit work, and I said I'm going to put money away and I'm going to make my own movie. And I'll tell you the truth: if I get a good idea again, I'm just going to keep saving, and you know I would put it back right back in the movie again and make another movie. I really would, because I think I learned from the first one. I wouldn't. I would just make it maybe smaller. Find a kid that really wants to work and find a crew. And I think I can, I, and I think I would, I'll do a much better job. So that's what I'm doing. I'm putting money away. And instead of me going out on all these auditions for shit that doesn't mean anything, I'd rather do another passion project that's something I felt good about and do it differently this time. Much better shooting, get a kid really focused, hungry like I was, and, and just freaking bombard all the film festivals, show it to everybody. I need to show the film to somebody else. Oh, if, you, don't, if, if this is the first time you're leading, reading this you can go on youtube and watch the first 10 minutes of my film it's called movie money we had andre royal who is on empire right now empire just watched the fall finale Ooh, it was good we just saw designated survivor also good uh crown tonight episode uh episode four snoozeville but i need to do another film also eli apple was fined he said it was just a mistake yeah Tweeting during the game, that's just a mistake. That's what we all do. And Landon Collins said yesterday he had talked with Eli Apple in a sit-downs with other DBs about his about the difficult season, about his difficult season. Apple just claimed Collins has not spoken to him. And uh, Collins says, I guess he doesn't remember things. He said he doesn't want to speak further and cause controversy. controversy. And it doesn't make sense because, you know, I've, I've read the piece about Eli Apple's mom, very strong woman, very strong. Now, she just had brain surgery and he's gone through some stuff but it sounds like he was raised well went to a top program and maybe it's the first time he's ever had to deal with adversity because you know hey get guy ends up going 10 10th in the draft he's been told he's great all the time at least school early you know plays in some great teams at ohio state the ohio state and if landon collins a guy who is passionate played at a top program alabama said he talked to the dbs and now you're saying he didn't do it and and then you know, hey, I made a mistake, but I'm you know, th- does it really sound like you're sorry? 
it seems like you're pouting because you're not playing. You were pouting because you were, they had to talk you back into the complex because you were complaining about shit. Yes, I'm growing up to do, and I'm curious if they bring up a new guy. They bring in a new guy that you know he might be a guy that could be gone in another year, that you won't hear about anymore. Hey, the Jets had that kid out of Louisville, who I don't even think he's in the league anymore. He got into a fight with a teammate, who was a hitting machine. What the heck? Calvin Pryor, and Calvin Pryor was a guy. I thought it was going to be a beast, and now he's already went through three teams. I don't even think he's in the NFL right now. Yeah, he's a free agent. He got into an altercation, I think, down in uh, Jacksonville, and boom, he's freaking done. Yeah, he was clean. He was placed on injury. Oh, injury reserved. He was activated and released again. Placed in injury reserve September 18th. Active officer November November 18th and released on December 2nd. Oh, that's where he had Yeah, he got into a fight with Ricardo Lewis when he was with the Browns. Didn't even, didn't even start, didn't even, beginning of the season he was done. Yeah. And you think about that. I mean, there's a lot of guys who are first round picks. And listen, somebody always wants your job. So get your shit together and do something about it there. Eli, or else poof, it's going to be over. I mean, it could be over really fucking quickly, too. And I like like I like uh, Josh McCown. He's a black cast over his left hand. And Bulls said, he, I could see him being an excellent coach when he's done. He has a feel for the game, the way he sees the game. What I think, hey, this, is, this might be a job interview. The way you relate to people is very important, and he can p- put that all together. That's the kind of guy... I like to bring in because I've heard that about him. I've heard him. He's been offered offensive coordinator jobs a couple of years ago. I think the Bears wanted him, and he said, "No, I want to keep playing." And you know what? That's the kind of thing you want. When we made our movie, we wanted somebody recommended somebody to do the shooting, and he had young kids, and they were not hungry. And it was, it, you know what? Looking back, I didn't know any better, but you know, it was my goddamn money. My friend, me, my friend Izzy's money we put into it. And you know what? Looking at what the Giants have to do going forward, now I think McCagnan. He's getting the Jets in the right way. The young guys are playing. They need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. But that's what you need. You need a you need a good GM, and then you need a guy, a talent evaluator, and you need a goddamn good coach. You need someone that can motivate these guys. And that's what that's what um, Francesca said. He said he'd like to. He says Bill Belichick, you know, more you know, a coach. But he said Parcells can motivate anybody. He can motivate. The freaking weight weight staff of to, you know to run through a wall. That's what he was great at getting his, getting the best out of his players. Where he was like, I can move anybody 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 to beat these players, and he did. I mean, come on, the Giants, and that's the thing. They brought in Parcells, and he turned they turned that franchise around. They turned it around, and that's what they need again. They need a Parcells. Now Coughlin. Now this is the thing. Coughlin won two championships, and I'm not. But there were a, it wasn't a sustained thing. They'd win a championship, and then there was just a lot of mediocrity, especially the last couple, a lot of mediocrity. Now, they had a good year last year, but to go from 10-6 and six and make the playoffs, you can't go from 10-6 and six to a 2-11 and 11 season, which right now looks like it could end up 2-14. and 14. Can't go from 10-6 and six to 14. Just can't happen. I know they lost a lot of players. I know they lost wide receivers or whatever, but they didn't fix the line, which wasn't great last year. And now we got to see what they're going to do in the future because a lot of teams are just you know, have the talent to go on a run. I mean, Philly, when's is going to come back? They could be good for a long time. 
they got a quarterback now. You have a quarterback, and you build around them. You get the line and everything. Ride that wave. Look look what the freaking Patriots are doing. They have the quarterback all this time. Jesus Christ. Look at that run. A run you'll never see again. Yeah, I know. I've said my piece. Yeah. I was going to talk about... I'm like, Dustin Hoffman, I, I I, mean, it's like every day someone else, but that's from back in the 80s with young women, and now you're hearing, okay, you heard this stuff a couple of years ago, now you're hearing stuff with other things. I know it's 37 years ago. There has to be something. It's just, I mean, I mean, I don't, there is no statute of limitations. If you do this, if you do disturbing stuff, you should be getting, you should be brought out for that. But it's just like, you don't know, we don't know anybody. It's like, you know, Dustin Hoffman, and you're like, oh, okay. Who's next? Tavis Smiley, PBS? Who's next? All these other, you know, one guy says he was in a, a HGTV already. He was in a consensual relationship, he said. She said he made him perform almost sex on her or else he'd take the job away. Who does shit like that? That's, 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 that's despicable. Like, oh, you know what? You, you want to keep this job? Yeah, you got to keep blowing me. Yeah, okay. Real, you have to do that? And that's what, that, that, that's what it comes down to? And as a woman, you're like, fuck, I want to work in this industry. This is what I want to do. And I'm like, I've worked hard to get where I am. And this is the thing. And now ESPN, Matthew Berry, and Bouchagras said, I thought we were friends. She said he sent shirtless pictures. Dude, what, what's going on here? Someone you work with? You know what? If you're on a dating site, okay, send a shirtless pic. Somebody you work with? You know, I'm going to send shirtless pics of myself to you. Are you freaking kidding me? It's, 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 despicable. it's disgusting. It really is. It's just, and thank God it's coming out. You know what? Talking to my mom tonight, she goes, "This will never happen again." And I said, "Good, because this got this, this has to stop." And sports media, they all think they're fucking, they're, they're pigs. They're all pigs. I like this meme today. The Eagles' playoff hopes came and went. I thought that was kind of funny. They came and went. Oh, and I saw a good picture with. Uh, you know, Paul George went to Indiana yesterday. It said, Paul, Indiana misses you. Just joking. You, you wanted better teammates. We needed a better leader. Oof. And how about this? John Stamos, for, child first time at the age of 54. Good for you, John. Good for you, John Stamos. You have those kids. Do what you have to do. Yeah, we're going to see. Bryce Petty, it's your day. Angels got a second base and Ian Kinsler. And and now Otani said that it was leaked about his shoulder and they're looking to see who leaked the information. That's a shit show. Somebody's fucking up there, right? Can't be doing that stuff. You just can't do it. Second year, also they lost Pineda. This is the second year Yankees have lost a free agency. I'd lost the free agency pitcher with Tommy John surgery. Nathan Avaldi, forgot about him. Injured in 2016, signed a two-year contract with Tampa Bay. Expected a pitcher of the Rays this season. He'll join Phil Hughes with the Twins, who's recovering from thoracic outlet syndrome surgery, Mr. Harvey. And they also have Carl Bovano, who oh, he was a bust with the fucking Yankees. And Pelf, Carl, remember he got in the car accident with his car. He came here, he was just a fucking complete mess. They're the same right now. The Packers are a 9% chance of getting the postseason. 538.com says 6%. New York Times playoff machine. I love this. All these things. Now, if they win the remaining games, they go to 92% according to the New York Times playoff machine. 
It sounds like when I was in college at, a, at American, we had George Michael Sports Machine. We always wanted to go down there and be on the show. We'd walk by and everything. And the Verizon deal, $2 billion roughly double the value of the last deal with the NFL. How about this? Lundquist yesterday became the 15th NHL goal tender with 20,000 saves. Wow. They lost to the Senators 3-2, though. But still, that's pretty impressive. James Harden, man. They keep winning. 11, 11 in a row. White Sox supposedly are going to go after Machado and it could flip it to the Yankees because they want to send a long-term deal. I guess we'll see what happens. And Mac, Marcus Mariota said uh, he wanted to apologize to the media. You know, he was being he was rude after the loss, the loss on Sunday to the Cardinals. He said his mom jumped his case. Good for mom. Sometimes you fuck up and you learn from it. I like the color rush uniforms. C.D. Anderson, you may look a little pumpkinish, but I'll tell you, you know, you know, they're pretty cool looking. And the helmets rock. I don't know if that's a blue or whatever. And they said the Cowboys going to have to play pay DeMarcus, DeMarcus Lawrence, who's the leading sack, sack leader in the NFL right now. Can't let him walk. He paid all this money. How about this? Giants punted 28 times the last four games against the Cowboys. And he's eight times. Season I mark again this season with eight. Past two years, over 29 games, the Giants have placed first, second, fourth, and eighth for most punts in a game against the Cowboys. Thank God they don't play them every day. Well, they would suck. Unbelievable. You know what they said also? Nick Foles was a great quarterback under Chip Kelly at a time when the rest of the league was scrambling to figure out how to stop Kelly's offense. They, that's, I think, you know, Nick Foles, a little confidence, anything's possible. Now they said Bridgewater might play the final game of the season against the Bears on New Year's Eve like Romo did. And they're, you know, they're saying they don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to keep him? Are they going to keep Case Keenum? If not, I would not mind the Jets getting him. Now, Juju Smith-Schuster said he, uh, he's still going to make those blocks, but he did say, you know, uh, but I should never do that taunting again. Okay. And he should do those blocks. You know what? I think the thing with this helmet on was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't think it was, I didn't even think it was funny. I thought it was kind of like, you know, dude. Yeah. And uh, Adrian Peterson might be shut down for the season with a neck injury. Alvin Kamara, concussion from last week's game. Uh, Thursday night's game, I'm sorry, Thursday night's game against the Falcons should be playing against the Jets. I think Jets are going to get their asses kicked. I, I just don't think that's a good move, man. And Kirk Cousins, other NFL players, said they'd want to take CTE tests while active. And Mike Olix, I listened to him a little today. He said, listen, I, don't, I wouldn't want to know because I think it would be in my back of my head. Like Chris Long said, I don't think I can play. I think it would take away from me as a player. But Kirk Cousins said if he retired, if he learned he had it. You know, I think every player is different. But you know what? Also, Mike Olix said he wouldn't want to know because if there's no cure for it, why am I going to know? Then I agree. If I knew I had something and there's no cure for it, I'd be like, well, fuck, I... I don't want to know about something. Don't tell me. I'd rather just not know. Does that make me ignorant? I, I, I agree. I wouldn't want to know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. Yeah, Yankees lost a couple of prospects today the, in the Rule 5 draft. One of the ones they were, Mike Ford, a first baseman from Princeton. He uh, hit 270 last year, 21 runs in 126 games. You can't, you can't protect everybody. You know, you just can't. 
And, you know, you you, you have some. You, you can't store them all in that 40-man run. You know, you can't. And sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Justin Pugh, back, placed on season-ending IR, but does not need black back surgery. I don't know if they're going to keep him. I don't know if they're not. Curb your enthusiasm, come back for season 10. Anybody excited? I am. I thought this stuff with uh, Lynn Emanuel was, you know, funny. And Oklahoma's leading rusher, Rodney Anderson, won't be charged with alleged rape, which is good for them for the game against Georgia. Yes, you should see it. It's on Netflix right now. Jim and Andy, the great beyond featuring a very special contractually obligated mention of Tony Clifton. It was very interesting. I highly recommend it. He, he put today Atlanta Cons tweet about that and, and watch what happens. He was pissed. You know what? They talk to each other. It's like, what? you know what? I agree, man. That's bullshit. Josh McCown. Hey, I think he's got a good future. Oh, and numbers in for Floyd uh, Connor. 4.3 million buys, pay-per-view buys. Second all-time behind uh, Mayweather Pac, Pac, uh, Pac-Man in 2015. Oh, and I love what... Uh, Larry David said about it. He said, as I've, as I've said many times, when one has the opportunity to annoy someone, one should do so. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I, I thought that was, I, I thought it was good. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Hey, Knicks, three in a row. And the Mets and Indians have continued talks from before the winter meetings about Jason Kipnis. All right. I guess we'll see how that happens. Hopefully, Porzingis isn't. It's going to be okay. He'll come back from this. Yeah, Brandon Williams carted off. Hopefully he's okay. All right. We have we have trivia questions. Do we have trivia questions? We do. We do. We do. We do. We do. Let me get to my trivia questions for today. I'm excited. Tomorrow, the three-point contest, contest with Ryan. That's going to be good. All right, first rookie quarterback named AFC Offensive Player of the Month, Deshaun Watson, this this year. God, I miss him. Okay, today's trivia question. Three Major League Baseball players have played in the World Series against teams they played for earlier in the season. Can you tell me who they were? That's a tough one. Three Major League Baseball players played in the World Series against the team they played for earlier in the season. You know what? Just give me one of them. If you give me one, one of the three. I'm going to put on a little... Football now, and bowl season starts Saturday. I cannot wait. Knicks are off. Knicks. That's what I was going to check. Who are the Knicks playing next? Oh, six and nine. Next nine on the road. And my man Ryan did not seem the least bit happy about that. Yeah, they play. They play. Oh, they got. Oh, Saturday night. Carmelo's coming to town. Oh, my God. Ryan, we should get tickets for that. Then they got the Oklahoma City. Then they go to Charlotte, home for Boston, at Detroit, home for Philly. And then, woof, Chicago, San Antonio, New Orleans. Eh. Then they got a road trip coming up. Washington, Miami, and Dallas. One of three. That's not... Yeah, I don't think they have killer road games. We'll see what happens. All right, folks. I gotta go to bed. I gotta be a part of the... Oh, and The Foreigner, I started watching with Jackie Chan. Really good. Really good. Highly recommend. All right. Have a good night. Peace out. Talk to you soon.